Good morning. How y'all doing? Well, there's a lot that's happened over the weekend with the increase in deaths among black people with this coronavirus. Um, I feel like I need to stay on this topic for a little bit before I can move on to other topics. Today's topic is the global impact and devastation of the coronavirus on black people. Basically, um, we are suffering the brunt of this virus and uh, we need to do something to change our behavior in order to to save us from this thing. If we don't do that, um, I see peril at the end of the road for most of us. All right. Um, Although black people make up significantly a lower percentage of the population here. However, we have had the highest number of deaths across the country due to the coronavirus. Um, This virus basically has been a social time bomb and a racial time bomb at the same time. Something that we never expected. Um, At first, I know that most people thought kids and black folks were immune um, from this disease. Even I thought that, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, Some of us even thought it was a blessing in disguise because we didn't think we could die from it. You know what I'm saying? Some people, the religious folks, thought it was a divine intervention. I've heard this from people. Um, because we were being, we thought we were being spared. Well, our lives anyways were being spared, but that's not the case. So we got to be vigilant. We have to look at this uh, virus as a deadly disease, um, designed to attack and kill. And, uh, the people that are getting murdered right now, most of them are black people. And it's uh, it's very sad because we always seem to be victimized in the worst way whenever a disease is created. Because we know this is not a natural disease, so I'm not even going to go into this, the theory of how it was created anymore because this is not natural. So whenever these diseases are created, we sort of like fall victim to them. And one of the reasons why we fall victim to these diseases is because economically, we are the weakest link. We're the weakest link for many reasons. And uh, I'm going to get into that as well, um, because that's also done by design. This Rona is eating us up. And it's going to conquer us financially when it's all over and done with. On a national level, we are affected in many ways. Not only can we not hold funerals now for our family so we can grieve, but we can't even pay our respect in person. Because the laws right now, more than 10 people can congregate. So if you can't get a group of 10 or more together you can't really grieve your um you know your dead ones your loved ones in addition a lot of our family members are dying alone in the hospital 
because they aren't allowed visitation. Regular visitation has been cut off. Even people who aren't sick from the coronavirus, they lay in the hospital alone uh, without any support. I know my grandmother's sister um, in Canada, um, a woman that, that is loved by her family, her entire family. She has many grandchildren, children who can't even visit her. She's 95 years old. The hospital won't allow the family to go visit her. And it's the same thing for New York. A lot of people who have members of their families in the hospitals in New York can't even go and visit them. So this is um, affecting a lot of us. <clears throat> Not only that, some of these hospitals, they're requiring health insurance uh, to test people, to care for people. And uh, some of the black folks who are applying for um, unemployment are being denied unemployment on whatever. I don't know what grounds they're using. But a lot of them are not getting their unemployment approved fast enough. So the devastation is all around, man. It's not in just one area. But let's talk about the different factors, you know, that keep black people in this position. Not just here in America, but across the world. There are many factors why black folks are being killed at an higher rate than white folks but the most common one is the fact that black folks are forced to work because of the destitute position that we are you know we're forced to be in way before this virus um of course we must also look at um the role that um racism play in all of this in all our undertaking in, in life period in this country racism is always present you know we can't escape it no matter what we do even as it relates to diseases there's always some type of racism you know I'm reading in the news I see this brother Chris Small who decided to stand up for his um, co-workers at Amazon he uh, organized a walkout over safety issues at Amazon for the um, workers and this brother was fired he was terminated without just cause um, Mayor de Blasio has ordered an investigation into his firing because um, it's unlawful for somebody to, to be fired because they want to organize workers but he has been singled out by the executives at Amazon and label is not being smart or articulate. This is from an email that was circulated to other white-collar employees at Amazon. And he was also made a target to promote their own publicity stunt. To downplay the labor disputes that Chris Smalls was fighting for. We must keep in mind that, you know, I know a lot of people don't know this, but... Next time an, uh, an Amazon truck comes to your house, pay attention to the driver. See who your delivery driver is. I can bet you 95% of the time, it's a black delivery driver. 
most of the workers in the warehouses across the country that work at Amazon, they're black people. Chris Small was fighting for a black workforce. Most of the people who work there are black and brown people. These are the people who need to work. These are the people that need the money. These are the people that have been fighting to get a living wage from Amazon for uh, years now. And these are the same people that put their lives on the line every day in spite of the disease so they can provide for their family. And we have to pay attention to that. When Amazon announced that they wanted to hire 100,000 more people, an overwhelming majority of the people that they want to hire will end up being black people. Because black people are forced to work. The poverty rate for black folks is always higher. It's designed that way. I know folks refuse to believe certain things. But you have to look at the makeup of the system, the way that it is designed. And how they keep us in a cycle of poverty that is endless. We have to pay closer attention to that we can't be blinded because a few of us have managed to overcome poverty we have to look at the majority of our people black folks can't afford to miss but a few days from work even during pandemic situations like these you have to factor in that black people are paid 70 cents on the dollar. This is for black men. So if you're earning 70 cents on the dollar, how can you keep up with someone who's actually earning a dollar for every dollar? Now, this is just for black men. Okay? It's even less for black women. Black women are earning 60 cents on the dollar. Remember, black women are also more educated than most and they're still earning less when you're forced into that position your only recourse is to work more and working more and working harder we're never going to catch up to them that's like expecting black people to be on the same level educationally as white folks white folks prevented black people from learning how to read and write for centuries so we are never going to catch up to them in the last 60 70 years that's not going to happen we didn't have the great great grandmothers who were able to teach our great great grandfathers um how to read and write who could have passed it on to us so it's a it's a game and this chess game that they've been playing it's, it's going to affect us. It's going to continue to affect us because they're still coming up with new rules to their game. This is what they do. I don't know how they get enjoyment out of this shit. You know, they want to sell the world on this fake melting pot. America has never been a melting pot. They cemented that bullshit when they, when they chose Obama. 
but we we know the real deal. We live here. We can see it. There's no equality. It's all around us, you know. You have mass murdering white boys getting arrested and taken to Burger King, um, getting apprehended without a scratch on their bodies, and unarmed black boys, black men getting killed, getting maimed by them. And we keep posting this bullshit on social media. We getting desensitized to our own maltreatment. Stop stop posting this bullshit on your on your social media site too. Sometimes I get pissed, man, because black people play a major role in their own marginalization. They don't even realize that shit. Alright? The fact that we're earning less money than them. Even when we're doing the same job as them, even when we're more educated than them, because uh, a college degree, a black man with a college degree earns the same as a white man with a high school diploma. For that reason alone, black people can't afford to stay home. They have to go out there and work. They have to work. They have to work harder. It's just slavery in a different name, in a different form. Most of the people that work at Walmart are black people. They're not protected. So when these people go out in the workforce, they're working. When they come back home, the entire household is exposed. We're more susceptible to die from this. Because we are the ones on the front line. They're calling black people essential right now. Black and brown people. Yeah, they're essential. Because they're making the least amount of money. They're not on the front line. Even the nurse, like I said, the nurses aides, nursing assistants. Most of them are black folks. They're the ones working the 60-hour shifts. 80-hour shifts. Man, this 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 cycle of poverty is just it's in place to basically keep us enslaved. The black community is taxed at an over exaggerated rate that resembles something more like extortion. We're being extorted every day. Especially in New York. Across New York City, you find that the speed cameras are prevalent in all the black communities. There isn't anywhere that you can go in Brooklyn, in Queens, in the Bronx, that you don't find those speed cameras. Try try going to the wider side of the Bronx, or Queens, or Brooklyn, or Long Island. There's, they don't have those speed cameras. They have them in all the black communities in Flatbush, Brownsville, you name it. They have them there. The red light cameras. They over we're overwhelmed by those cameras. They have them in every block. On every block, there's a red light camera. Why? 
because they want to tax us. They want to extort us to the point where we can't even survive. This is how they maintain the status quo of poverty. We pay higher rates in car insurance. Why? Most of the car thefts happen in the suburbs, not in the city. We pay higher rates for life insurance. They charge us a premium for everything to keep the cycle of poverty going. We're not seeing that. And now this coronavirus, we're overwhelmed by this shit because we're forced to work. We are indebted to them. They create a system that maintains that. How are we 13% of the population but 40% of the people dying from the coronavirus in most cities, most states? We're not even given the same, the same care, the same proper care and people are being asked, you know, to show proof of um, health insurance during a time of crisis. I don't even get that. With every obstacle they create to ensure that we stay in the cycle of poverty, there's absolutely no way that black people can afford to stay home during this pandemic. A lot of our families are... Um, family members are forced to go out to work every day all we can do is hope that they can return home safely without bringing the coronavirus home with them a lot of us are dying man a lot of black people are dying we didn't think that black people were going to be affected this much by this disease but unfortunately you know when you're at the bottom of the uh uh food chain this is what happens everything affects our group the most we have to be vigilant we have to be better and we have to wow we have to distance ourselves whatever we can do man I've been racking my brains to find solutions because when people are in debt they're in debt you know When you're in poverty, you're in poverty. And when that poverty system is being created purposely to maintain that cycle, there's absolutely nothing that we can do about that. You know, you can't pull yourself by the bootstrap because you don't have on any boots. You're barefoot. Most of us are barefoot. We come into this world barefoot. And they want to make sure we leave like that. I'm looking at the number of people dying from this shit, man. I can't believe it. I never thought it would get to this point. Yeah, this this uh, this disease supposedly knows no color uh, or wealth or whatever. But when the overwhelming population people dying from this shit is black yeah it does no color you know there is a difference there's a difference systemic racism 
is in correlation with everything that is created to destroy us. Because when you're not in a financial position to make certain decisions to protect yourself and your family, you're susceptible to all diseases, to all pandemics, to all crises. That's just a fact. Now, this is just in this country. And not only that, a lot of us are responsible for extended family members. So if we don't, I mean, if we don't have enough money to sustain our immediate family, guess who else perish? The extended family as well. Now, on an international level, the story is a little different. Across Africa and the Caribbean, people are forced to take the, they're being forced right now to stay home. All precautionary measures are being taken to prevent people from getting contaminated or infected by this disease. And in, in doing so, they're giving up, they're avoiding the coronavirus. But now they're susceptible to hunger. Imagine. You're giving up something. You're avoiding one thing. You're trying not to get killed by this disease that was created to destroy humanity. But yet, you're facing hunger now. You may very well die from hunger. And that's the case for most Africans. That's the case for a lot of people in the Caribbean. Because even Africans and Caribbean people with family members that are in the States... These people can't send any money home because a lot of them are forced to stay home as well. They can't take care of their extended family back home. They can't send any money. Most of the folks in Africa and the Caribbean rely on their daily hustle in the streets as vendors to earn a living. When the streets are shut down, what do you do? How do you get that relief? Many families are going to perish in Africa, in the Caribbean. These governments across Africa cannot afford to offer stimulus packages to their people. And one of the main reasons for that is because there's so many corrupted leaders in Africa. There's so many puppets that are bought by the U.S. government, France, Britain. So many presidents are just puppets put in place to marginalize and exploit their own people. Africa is one of the biggest continents, but the population in Africa is the lowest across the globe. So we already control. In addition, a lot of African countries and Caribbean countries, they rely on tourism to earn a living. People in these countries, they can only make their money when the tourists come to town. With the complete stoppage of flights and cruises, there doesn't seem to be an end in sight for these people. 
we hear of malnutrition, famine, and everything else that kills so many people across Africa on a daily basis. Now, to add the coronavirus to this, this is utter destruction. This is what they're facing right now. And the African economies, they're going to crumble. Caribbean economies too. And some of these people are not even educated enough. Yesterday I was watching CNN and I saw this idiot white woman and her husband in Tanzania. They built some church with thousands of members. Even though there's a there's a lockdown law in Tanzania, these black fools want to come out and praise because these white people tell them to. Man, we're going to have to wake up. The best thing that I've seen in Africa so far is President Kagame in Rwanda doing his best to provide relief for his people. But unlike the U.S., Rwanda is not a country that can continue to print money without anything to back up that money. Black people are going to suffer worldwide in the worst way because of this pandemic. And we're not even thinking about solutions because our livelihoods so much depend on white people. We're sort of like leaving our destiny in their hands, which is one of the major faux pas that we can make. We're not thinking about ways to come out of this shit. We're not even thinking unity. We're not thinking about how we we need to support one another right now. We're still selfish in the worst way. We don't understand it's going to take. This is when the village is necessary. It's going to take a village for us to get out of this shit. A lot of members of your family. I mean, I've had members who are affected. I know other people who've had, you know, members of their family affected. And they're not even reporting the right amounts of deaths during this pandemic because they're still lying to us. The entire country of America cannot be overwhelmed by 11,000, you know, deaths. There's, There's no way. There's absolutely no way that 11,000 people dying can overwhelm our healthcare system, our hospitals, and everything in between. No. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be more people. And we're going to have to communicate to see with each other, to see how many people are really dying. If, if you're a member, yes, 45 million of us here, supposedly. I know there's a lot more, but they don't want to tell us the truth about that either. Because they don't want they don't want us to feel empowered. But anyways, if so many people are dying, there's no way it's only 11,000 people dead across the country. Man, we're going to have to do something and we're going to have to change 
the course of our life and take charge of our destiny. Meanwhile, these are just things to ponder. Try to um, be the support that your family may need, your friends, siblings, cousins, grandparents. Please try to stay away from the grandparents because they're more uh, susceptible. Try to keep them safe. Don't go out there thinking, you know, you're invincible. I see a lot of people are still going outside thinking they're invincible. They can't catch this disease for whatever reason. I mean, there are a lot of conspiracies and theories about this disease. But right now, all I know is that, you know, we're suffering the most and we're dying the most. And we're going to have to change that. We're going to have to to stay away. We're going to have to protect ourselves. Let Amazon hire whomever they want to hire, but don't be the first person in line looking for a job during this time. Because when someone goes down, you can't enjoy something. You can't enjoy money dead. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much money you're earning right now, once you die, you die. You're dead. You can't enjoy it. So please, take care of yourself. Stay safe. And put your health first. Have a good day.